You guys, hi, how are you? Listen, I already feel like we're friends because I listen to your podcast and y'all love this goofy and wonderful show that I love called Lois and Clark. Thank you so much for doing this podcast and for giving my little nostalgic Lois and Clark heart a place to hang out and listen and have conversations about this show that I love. Lois and Clark is our jam. We're talking about Terry Dean and Superman. We'll cover it all, at least we'll do what we can. And now it's time for the show. What a show. And welcome back to Lois and Clark, the new podcast of Superman. I'm Matt Truex, and I am joined by that voice you just heard, who uh, was the first fan to send in a um, a podcast recording. I, I don't want to call it an audition, but like a, a getting to know you recording, and I really appreciated it. But welcome to the show, Mallory Rycook. How are you? Matt Truex! <laughs> I'm good! How are you? I'm doing great. This is so weird. Like, we were just... This is like, you know, we started talking, what, three minutes ago mm-hmm. and we started getting into the getting to know you bit. And I was like, oh, this is the part of this that I hate. But I'm like, let's save it for the podcast. But here we are. You're like, we should just start. Let's just yeah, do it. Exactly. Let's just, let's just jump in. If we tangent, that's fine. But um, yes. dude, thank you so much, first of all, for sending the recording. Um, a delight. A, a, I was very excited you posted it. <laughs> You are um, first time guest, you know, uh, on the show. So let's start from the basics. Like, what is your interaction with the show, with Superman? Like, did you come in? How did you find the show, basically? Yes. Well, I was, I guess, in elementary school. Well, I was probably like between five and nine or something like that during I the full air. Clark age. Okay. <laughs> totally. Yep. Um, while it was airing. So it was like a, I'm pretty sure it was a Sunday night. It's like family is, is watching it. Um, and then uh, I forgot kind of about it a little <laughs> bit. And then the, I always loved it. We had some of the like VHS recordings, you know, uh-huh. like from the VCR. Old school, I was going to say like those. that you did and you fast forwarded <laughs> through the commercial and like that type of thing. Yeah, oh. cool the best exactly um but yes so I would like rewatch those sometimes um but then when the dvds came out I was in like high school age or so and so I started rewatching them um my cousin Karen had gotten them and so we like she kind of reintroduced me to Lois and Clark and just fell in love with it all over again and then um just yeah kind of kept watching them and introducing friends (laughs) to (laughs) making making my friends watch Lois and Clark with me (laughs) which is why also I really related to you which is the more accurate (laughs) version of introduce my friends no force them to sit down and yeah <laughs> correct <laughs> yes very cool we got so some like, buy-in. yeah so was there um i guess there was no like like superman lot like have you jumped into any other dc things or are you just like like christine bartolucci is someone who's just like couldn't give a shit i would have watched dean and terry play anybody they're like the only ones I know. Okay, okay, cool. <laughs> it is the actual only Superman a purist. in my world. <laughs> a Lois and Clark purist. I did go back to um, like the Christopher Reeve, like watch those. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, other than that, yeah. other than that really, it's just Lois and Clark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's, that's you know, deflating returns as you go to on those movies. But, yes. <laughs> but some fans would fight me and to which I say I have a Lois and Clark podcast so I cannot throw stones um 
just just um for my ego like how did you find the podcast yes well really kind of over pandemic um started started yay, listening COVID. <laughs> yay covid good things Go do come team. out of you yeah. <laughs> yes so um yeah i yeah, kind of over the pandemic, but also I started, I randomly found the Facebook group and then you had posted in the Facebook group. Yes. The Mm -hmm. Lois and Clark, the legacy Facebook group. That's the one. (laughs) (laughs) Alan will be so happy to hear this. Yes. So then I, I saw you post a couple of times about the podcast and I was like, oh, and then I started listening and I was like, oh my gosh, there are like other people who love the show in the same way that I do. And the like, we know it's weird. We know it's crazy and right. kooky, but like endearing and we love it for all those things. But there's still those moments where you're like, eh, yeah. And you know, yeah. where, you know, you just, you don't take yourself too seriously because you know what show you're watching, exactly. but I'll, <laughs> but also just that like love for it. So Mm -hmm. I was very happy to find you. Um, So I think (laughs) you said in your email and the reason we're doing this episode today um, Mm -hmm. that you are a Tempest and or HG Wells fan, but like, do you have a favorite episode, a favorite storyline, you know, like what, what's like, what is like true Lois and Clark to you? Tempest Fugitive is my absolute favorite. Welcome to the fucking party, pal. All right. Yes, can totally relate. Really, all the Tempest ones. I love like John Doe is a darn nice guy. I oh, mean, God. just the absolute best. That I just... run about the Amish too. Like, don't trust the Amish. <laughs> yes, the craftsmanship so is shoddy, and yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, but I I also love like I've got a crush on you. Some of the more mm-hmm. like gimmicky ones, okay. like the um. Like the um, pheromone, my lovely, like. (laughs) So many people have brought that up that I kind of want to revisit it before the end of the show. Yeah, I know. I know. It's yeah. I, I really love them all. There's, there aren't too many that I don't love. Um, Yeah. Cool. 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 Well, welcome. We are jumping right in here. It's a tempest. The good news is. We've got we've got great tempest here. We've got beard tempest again, really beard important tempest. element of the character for me. <laughs> um, we've got we've got my favorite H.G. Wells. I'd, uh, I'm going to guess yours too if you're a Tempest mm-hmm. Fugitive fan with mm-hmm. Terry Kaiser. Um, mm-hmm. But easily their weirdest story that they do with them. So why why <laughs> I I think the I think the why um, answer. Uh, sits with the writer of the episode, but let's get into it for a second. We're talking Soulmates. We're talking 404, uh, directed by Richard Friedman, written by Brad Kern, who was a force on this show for the end of this final season here, and then was the showrunner for the majority of Charmed, which um, anyone that listened to my episode in December with Tricia knows that I'm weirdly afflicted with a Charmed love slash hate (laughs) But like, did you watch any Charmed, Mallory? My roommate in college loved Charmed. So she, I would watch some episodes of Charmed with her. She would watch Lois and Clark sometimes with me. Oh, Um, what a a laced drug deal this was. I mean, how we found each other. I do not know. (laughs) And the friendship devolved shortly after that, I assume. Yeah. (laughs) Forget about it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, Like this, when I read this, uh, I forgot who had written this. 
Uh, and when I saw his name, I was like, oh, of course you fucking did. You know, <laughs> just just this Daffy type of premise. Like there's no real, um, what do you want to say? Like story logic at play here that, that has any weight to it or whatever, but it makes it fun. Yes. So let's, let's jump into it here. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that we jump in like right at the end of their wedding night. Yes, but it's very confusing because I also watched, okay, yes, exactly. I watched the episode before, the Mm -hmm. last episode, we end with Lois in her wedding dress and Superman is in his cape, wedding night has happened. Well, Lois is actually waking up from her nap. So A of all, what time of day is this? Because they get married at sunset. She takes a nap. She wakes up and she's like, oh no, was it a dream? Was it a dream? What, right. I hope it wasn't, you know, right. and we see the picture. We get the weird little wink from Mike, the guardian angel. From the guardian I... angel. Yep. 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. And then, so then, yes. Yeah, so then this opening comes and she's in her orange dress. Inexplicably. And yes. We don't know why. <laughs> And she, again, they're, they like, they're kissing, they're like celebrating, they're getting married or that they're married. And then they, uh, she kind of says again, wait, is it a dream? And I'm like, you've already been over this. Yeah. Okay. When you said that, I'm like, did I misremember this? But like, they, they just touched it again, basically. They're, they did the same beat again. Yes. Yeah. Bizarre. Bizarre. I so know. I guess this is her like. Like, I, you know, some brides have their, like, reception dress. So this is her, like, traveling to Hawaii after the reception dress, I guess. I guess so. Which, like, are we going to Hawaii first or not? Also right. is my question. And she went with a true... Okay, that brings up a thing. So full disclosure, I've been recording these first few episodes of season four all out of order. So the first one I recorded was actually last night was the next episode, Brutal Youth. And it oh, wasn't yes. until that episode, so spoilers for that episode, everybody. But it wasn't <laughs> until that, that episode where I was just like, we got cheated out of a fucking honeymoon episode. Oh my gosh. Honeymoon in P- Metropolis part two. Right, exactly. <laughs> or just like, I want to see them, you know, in Hawaii, in Hawaii and like fucking White Lotusing it up and finding some intrigue at the, you know, there's kryptonite on the island. Why? You know, like whatever, you know, like that type of yes. thing. Yes. But I, I couldn't oh. agree with you more. Like, are they, did they go eventually? Did they just have a like naked staycation for a week or so? Like what? All, we can't know. All <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they made a big deal about Hawaii virtually destroyed. They made a big deal about Hawaii. Right. Too. Oh my God. <laughs> right. Weird very continuity much that. at play here. Good point. Um, I love though, this idea that like the, I wish they were a little more hot and heavy because I mean, like they've waited so long, but like, I do like that. They're like, we can't even wait for Hawaii. Let's, let's, let's Mm -hmm. hang out here. You know, Mm -hmm. Superman lays it down on the bed, blah, blah, blah. And then like, it is so perfect for me for this show that you get a knock at the door (laughs) and you just see the little bowler hat and you're like, Oh, fuck. Yes. Here he is. (laughs) Who else on this series would come and interrupt this moment, but (laughs) H.U.? Oh, this um, man. I've always wondered, like, what happened with Terry Kaiser as H.G. Wells? Like, was it an availability thing? Because, like, in season three, you might say maybe he was done with it. But here he's he's obviously willing to come back, you know? 
Mm -hmm. Right. Because, okay. So we get Tempest Fugitive is him. Terry Kaiser. Yes. And then the next one. Yes. Um, Tempest Tempest Anyone. Is... I forget his the Hamilton other. something. Yeah, older, mm-hmm. old ten, old HG older, old, 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 yes, mm-hmm. old HG. Yeah, and then we get okay. So it's back. So it's every other one, kind of. Basically, yeah, they kind of trade off, but the other guy winds up getting one more episode because that was a twofer. You know, <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> the only show. Uh, anyway, later in season four, point is so happy he's here. Um, he shows us yes. the first headline of um the episode with the like mystery illness claims lois lane on the front <laughs> page of the daily planet yes. after after i love i love like proper english like always fidgety jittery him being like i hate to sound indelicate but do you have you what i mean to say is <laughs> like just i love that so much you two haven't i mean you haven't what i'm saying is yes <laughs> so he just I mean, the, like he feels so awkward but he also like he steps into the bold because he's got to make sure right. they're okay like but it's so this version of the character where it's just like i'm gonna go in here and then i'm a- oh no i have to think about this you know <laughs> oh dear <laughs> yes i didn't actually want to talk to them about sex i'm old in english you know <laughs> yes <laughs> he's so precious <laughs> Um, what, what do you feel like as a, as a comic nerd, I'll kind of accept anything that's like, you know, kind of gimmicky or big science or whatever, especially DC science. Like, um, my, my girlfriend, my, oh, you see, huh? my fiance, I'm just getting used to that. Sorry. Um, always makes fun of me. We, thank you. But, um, always makes fun of me when we do a DC thing and she's just like, does this make sense? Or is this DC science? I'm like, it's DC science. Like, don't worry about it. You know, like this, this soul. <laughs> The soul tracker time machine, you know, Palm Pilot that H.G. Wells as is so DC science to me. But like, does it feel outside the realm of the show to you? Like, does it feel like a weird stretch that they took? I, I like, I'm still not sure how I feel about it personally. About the little Game Boy. Thing. Yeah, just the concept of like. Oh, the concept. We're not just jumping through time today. We're we're gonna track some souls, you know. Okay. I feel fine with the past lives because I feel fine same. with parallel universes. Yes, so, same. You know, and time mm-hmm. travel. But I really do have a question of like, are past lives also history? Is it time travel? Is it parallel universe? Is it a weird mixture of the two? Oh, I don't know. There is an Elseworlds, which is a total DC term, like feel to it, which would be like parallel, you know, worlds or whatever mm-hmm. but i think we're jumping through time here like i think that's the main concept and why we have to jump to all these weird you know we're going from made marion times to wild west or whatever and, and i also like in my head i justify like well he's from krypton why is he on earth these two times well maybe they were on krypton together other times or on mars or whatever you know like just kind of mm-hmm. elsewhere mm-hmm. in the universe so i i have to go with i think it's history but mm-hmm. it is, I think it's, it's dumb enough not. that it's open to interpretation. <laughs> also, I'm just, uh, I want the time machine. I know, I know. The, the sled, the whole. I want Ryan's the sled. I float. really do. Yep. And they kept it around too, because like we see it later this season. So it's not like they got yes! rid of the prop. They just don't want to fucking deal with it right now, you know? <laughs> 
<laughs> for this random episode that they right. have done. We just have this palm pilot <laughs> with these weird little symbol <laughs> buttons at the bottom. I, I love. Did you watch on HBO Max? I have to ask. I know the DVDs. Okay. Mm-hmm. And purist, it's impressive. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I cannot stop watching the show on HBO Max because it looks so good. So like, I paused oh. today and saw the little symbols on the machine. I'm like, I knew it. They mean nothing, but it's fun. You know. <laughs> amazing (laughs) it's always such such weird um such like grand ideas when hgl shows up where like here he's from a time that he couldn't even explain and and some guy figured out this soul you know chasing machine and uh what does this mean that they've always been doomed lovers in the past you know like it's so there's The first time he came, he's like, oh, Utopia, and you're a breakfast cereal, and blah, 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 you know? Like, yes, he just, he takes it to another level. Yes, yeah, like. like, they can't help but be like, here's all these implications for the future to, for you to deal with in these episodes. And like that, I do, I do kind of love. Yes, and just he in general feels so random. Like, let's mm-hmm. choose H.G. Wells, like a right. random like author, and pair him with Tempest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, such just a fun random pairing. I mean, he the the book though, right? Like the Time Machine he wrote. Mm-hmm. So it kind of makes sense how that. I I appreciate the like, <laughs> um, yeah, the correlation there. Yes, totally. And and the the biggest gift to this show and other. There are other things that have used H.G. Wells as a character, but it's just that, like, there is an unnamed narrator that is in the time machine. So it's just like, okay, just make him H.G. Wells and, and there you go. There's, you know, like, you've got that. <laughs> There's H.G. <laughs> it's so fun. And I just love him and Tempest together so much. They're like interactions, they're perfect. Yes. Bo- both H.G.'s have a good interaction with Tempest, but these two I especially agree. are. The, the mm-hmm. only bummer in this episode is that he doesn't recognize him. So there's none of that like, hello, Herb. You know, like none of that. Yes. <laughs> yes. But, but exactly. we, we get some, some great other stuff. We get some decent continuity with like Lois remembers HG from future HG. And, and- yes, I appreciated that. Too. Yes. And but then. HG doesn't know that she remembers because it was the older one that he, right. you know, that they don't know that we know that she knows. You know, I didn't tell you that this situation. would work out, did I? I'll, I'll try to remember to do it next time, which is so yes. cute. You know? <laughs> yeah, but they keep like Clark not knowing. I, yeah, yeah. I, I like the but then, continuity but then there. There's always this weird continuity that like, isn't Tempest supposed to be in prison? I'm like, fucking how? You know, like he was mm. in, I, that, that will never make sense to me, but it's, it's. Yeah. Fine. Mm-hmm whatever it's we accept it exactly <laughs> um you know what for, for we, tempest and hg we accept yeah. it <laughs> you know what we cannot accept is mm. abstinence as as <laughs> no. a cure for this for this curse so i guess we're gonna have to go with this k and this palm pilot and go through time here's my biggest question for this episode Wait on me. who is this show for <laughs> is it for adults is it for children I can't know. I really don't. I mean, the yes, the whole purpose of this is so that we can consummate our marriage, right? right. So, but then also we're showing up as Robin Hood and Maid Marian in these colorful costumes and Daffy fairy tale like plot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this episode for? 
<laughs> Where's this whole show? Because like, even well, as yeah. a, I don't know what your your interaction with it was, but like, I remember as a ten year old, once you get to season four, like thinking like, and then the episode will end and they'll go upstairs and have sex because like that is how every episode of season four ends. It's great. Like as, as a fan, it's awesome. But it yes. is one of those like, wow, that was text to me at ten years. That's fine, but interesting you know like I don't interesting think, I don't think I'm who they were targeting with those moments but definitely no. with the like you know we're gonna be Robin Hood for a second moment I mean they just made such a big deal about it that they did a full episode mm-hmm. well multiple episodes <laughs> really because like, you have the virtually destroyed and you have yeah. like, like all leading up to <laughs> this you're right because like this unnecessary. is unnecessary this is the end of this, like, Clark is a virgin storyline, basically, mm-hmm. that really didn't have to be dealt with. Like, I, I feel no. like, I don't know if you watch any of the CW shows, but, like, I feel like a kid, a nine, ten, whatever year old kid, could watch The Flash and not, like, really deal with the sex of it. But it's it's still implied that, like, these are these are people with, with sex lives, you know? They just don't get into it. Mm-hmm. So it's like... Why, why hang <laughs> such a light on it in this show <laughs> that you Don't literally have know. to jump through time to then like deal with it? You know, it's, it's very, very strange to me. All, always a strange it's... choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't blame it on Brad Kern, you know, in season three, but no, he put, he put pen to paper on this one. Anyway, should we get into Robin Hood times? <laughs> let's get into Robin Hood times. All right. So like, let's set the scene. We've got, Clark as the fox. He's always got a secret Why? identity. I, I don't Why know. Why do we call him the fox and not Robin Hood? Couldn't. <laughs> is it because Robin Hood's a fox in the Disney one? I literally just thought of that. Okay, that now I love why. it. You <laughs> changed my whole mind about that. My every <laughs> bit of my mind was changed by that one comment. Hated it to sold. To maybe that's it. what we're doing here. Yeah. I, let's go with it. Sure. What it. was his what was his real name? Do you remember? Oh, yes, because I made a note about it because his name is Sir Charles, which I thought back to why? Yeah, like he's a knight. Yeah, right, right, right. Sir Sir Charles, Sir sure. Charles. But where's Charles from? So I was thinking about I was like they just love to name him Charles for his <laughs> for his um like undercoverness because as I was thinking of I've got a crush on you and when he's like really? I'm Charlie yes oh my god really she's like what's your name and he's like Charlie she's Charlie like, you was like, like a the Charlie. bartender yes Fantastic. yes I know. okay I was like, now I double love use. it yeah okay fine <laughs> he was just tapping into a past life when he was coming up with his alias there I'm fine <laughs> with that oh you made me love that you cannot make me love Lady Lois set though. Like what uh, the fuck? I I don't know why. That does yep. That one hurt. <laughs> I Lord, don't know. Lord Tempos, I can get on board with. Mm-hmm. Um, we've also mm-hmm. got Friar Harry. We couldn't say Perry. I don't know why. Oh. <laughs> Harry, Perry almost seemed like it was too modern, like when he when he suggested it. You know, like, like, excuse me, Friar Harry's reaction to it was just like, uh, what future ass thing did you say to me? You know, like, with the bald cap. With his little, little, oh, I know, I love it. His little donut. I don't know when it was decided that that's what friars look like, but I do like that they just like 
they're going for it here. You know, Lois has the and, big like Renfair hat that's got spikies and then a veil mm. coming off. You know? Yes. Oh, and if we can just do a Harry Terry because. Oh, yes. Oh, please. <laughs> or Terry Harry. Let, let's, yeah. let's Harry Thatcher. Harry Thatcher. There it is. Yes. If we can do a Harry Thatcher. Please take it away. I. Yes, I, I love the hair in the in the Maid Marian because we're gonna just okay. do Maid Marian instead of Lady yeah, Lois. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but yes, but that's when I looked and I, I remembered I was like, oh, look, this is where the short haircut could work for me. Or I was like, it's got like some like fringy, it's like laying nice, it's a little longer, so it's a little closer to the bob. You want mm-hmm. the bob, mm-hmm. but this I can accept. Most of the other short hair, I don't love. I agree with you. Now, like, I only learned this on this show from super fan Christine Bartolucci, but did mm. you know that this was a wig ever? What? So for, I, I, again, this is all thanks to Christine, but over the summer between three and season three and four, she did a movie where she had to cut her hair like really short. So mm-hmm. for like the first couple episodes of season four, she's wearing a wig. and. Knowing that, looking at, like, I'm interested, again, I'm recording everything out of order, so I'm interested to see what the, like, you know, the wedding and the uh, the Lord Nor episodes and all that feel like to me. But here, I'm like, that's a pretty fucking good wig, because, like, it looks good, especially they here. They got me. Yeah, totally. In the Old West <laughs> stuff, too, like. Yes, like it. it's cute. Yeah, I agree. I but can't it, believe I, it's not her real that hair that your, I like. Doesn't that blow your mind? <laughs> Yes. Wait. So then, so her hair is too short, and that's why they do it. Yes, they're they waiting. The wig? Okay. They're waiting for her to grow it out. I think it was like kind of like, um, very, very nineties is the only way I can say it. Like shorter on mm-hmm. the side, you know, a bit of a. I'm thinking eurythmics, but it's not quite that, you know. Mm-hmm. But there, there's a there's a photo I see in my mind of her that that's very that, and that's why it's in my head. Yeah. But um, yeah, she's she's growing it out here essentially so mm-hmm. they're, they're hiding her real hair but I'm, I'm just glad frankly other people didn't notice this because how many times have we seen these episodes and not once questioned that that was her real hair you know good job everyone yeah yeah a plus <laughs> to the wig a plus to the hair department, the but, department. To the, but to the wig specifically the the item the wig great job um, <laughs> um it's that so, probably worked well with the hat then, you know? That was probably totally, helpful. As much as they can cover it, right? <laughs> Very believable so, in yeah. the hat. <laughs> when she's on trial for murder and she's like, you know, covering it up and she's hiding in those big hats. Like, <laughs> that, was the, that was the hair department's best day. Um, yes. mm-hmm. I'm not sure how, to, how much to get into the plot of these things. Because it's always the, like, he's mm-hmm. Tempest's knight, but he's also the fox which is just Robin mm-hmm. Hood. <laughs> Tempest has a wizard who cursed his wife to be a a, a, a rat? rat. A rat. Thank yep. you. Yeah, because she was caught in the arms of another. So he right. has this backstory of you got to curse people when they do right, 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 right. you wrong or you don't like them. And this is where, because <laughs> he because Tempest wants a love potion and the wizard is like, tough shit, can't do that. Mm, but... You know that but I've got something in my back pocket if you need it, basically. And we're yes. here because this, like, this is the start of the curse, right? Like, it is it is straight mm-hmm. up a bubbling cauldron curse that's been placed on their souls. Yes. 
see this is where i'm like why can i accept you know baby from krypton but i can't accept like bubbling curse on souls like i i it's my own hang up i'll be honest sure it's it's a stretch yeah it's still out of the out of the story language of the show let's say Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that like for fans also like watching it through the saga of getting married, love the, <laughs> <laughs> which also unpopular opinion, I am their target audience for that. <laughs> for which? For, for like for the, the, the clones? For the five arc with the okay. clones. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even into, the, no judgment. Even into the amnesia stuff. Oh, I love the amnesia stuff. Oh, welcome to Lois and Clark, man. Okay, cool. I know. <laughs> Really? So, all right, we got to jump in on this because, like, a lot of the <laughs> lot of the audience left the show. What what about just that? I the mm. hopelessness of it, like that feeling or the. Oh, I think as a kid, it was like, like, I just remember those episodes so much, obviously, (laughs) because as a kid, it's like you watch Lois is eating frogs all of a sudden. And you've got the amnesia, the Wanda Detroit stuff like, uh, yeah, but then the yeah, the amnesia, I was just the shock of of her in the wheelchair (laughs) going, (laughs) who are you? (laughs) Like, oh, yeah. So I think that was placed in my memory when I watched it later. I was like, oh, I still love this. And I think just the fascination with amnesia <laughs> and trauma. I'm in school to be a counselor. So oh, yeah. also, let's get into that. Okay. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So also Dr. Dieter, just you hate him. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Hate him. Is that not a, is that not a role model for you? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not okay. Um, no, Mm-mm. Okay, <laughs> not a reason to get into counseling. <laughs> yes, um, yeah, but I just, I, I just loved that, those episodes. I think because of the amnesia and oh, and an Oedipus Rex. I love the dancing scene with the heva heva. Oh God, I forgot about that. It's, yeah, yeah. I like that song will randomly pop in my brain still, and it just it. <laughs> I think because I loved it as a kid and then also as an adult, the nostalgia won out completely. Mm-hmm. So like one of those, um, like the minute you revisited it, you're like, oh, it just came back to me in full, like in my brain, you know? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the fascination great. with amnesia, it just was a thing. Also, I had a thought with the Wanda Detroit when I wa- watched it, um, like old when I was Please. older, like as an adult. Where I, and especially as a counseling student, when I watched it, I thought, okay. okay, this woman has been through a lot of trauma recently. She was recently silenced. And so she probably through her trauma went into, um, dorsal vagal, which is not a, <laughs> instead of in her, uh, she probably like went into like a shutdown mode. Is that what dorsal um, vagal is? I've never heard mm-hmm. of it. Sorry. Okay, cool. It's, it's like that you can either go into fight or flight or uh-huh. you can go like dorsal vagal and like shut down. And so when you go into dorsal vagal, you might disassociate. And so if you disassociate so much with your personality, you then have what's called DID, um, where you, yes, identity, right. Okay. Which used to be multiple personality, which I was like, or she could have had like a fugue where for a minute she disassociated so much that she took on a new identity for a time, which why not Wanda Detroit? Where the hell have you been for the past? <laughs> I need you to know that I am stretching DSM five for the show. No, but... that's fine. That's fine. We're tracking souls through an iPad, you know, in this episode. I don't give a shit. That's that's interesting. 
Mm-hmm. The only thing I know of Fuke State theory. is like Breaking Bad. So is that okay, like, yes. but that can bring on a, a dissociative identity. identity? Yes. I know. And does that, does that off, I guess this is probably a dumb question. It comes from the mind. Like, is that coming fully formed? Like, do some people like disassociate it? disassociate and think they're Clark Kent for this like is that theoretically a thing I haven't like worked a lot with okay <laughs> with, fair. Um, okay. Also with like fair clients in, in, with DID but I and I, I haven't studied it enough to like <laughs> real know but in my little counseling student mind as I'm watching I'm like well what if she's been <laughs> through this trauma there is a disorder that could be different identity <laughs> interesting so again I don't know how much more we need to get into this part of the story but basically they don't want to be here they're trying to solve the curse um i love that lois points out like it's weird that it's tempest that is doing this to us and not like lex luther or somebody you know like when she says that i think yeah you're right show why mm-hmm. did you tell me this or it might not have crossed my brain right <laughs> because now this whole time i'm like yeah Tempest never wanted to marry Lois. <laughs> exactly. What is happening? If there was an attraction to her or like something like that, like not we that I, I not that I want Tempest Fugitive to be different in any way. But better not. Like if there had been like a I always loved you in the holograms, but wow, Miss Lane. You know, like anything <laughs> like that, you would have been like, all right, I kind of see oh, this God. here. But and it's also not like a don't get me wrong. Lane Davies is fucking phenomenal. I want as much Tempest as this show can give me. But yes, the scales are even for me between Lane Davies and John Shea. So like I as mean, a comic nerd, yeah, as a comic nerd, I want it to be that Lex Luthor has haunted them throughout time, not uh, Tempest. Yes. But whatever. Would it be to like, I feel like they need Tempest though to keep it as like light as this one is that's probably yeah okay (laughs) wait are you implying that john shay is intense i don't (laughs) i don't we love these two characters for very different reasons yeah what are you talking about (laughs) um that's a great fucking point because you don't get the he probably can't bring the light touch to his lex though lex has great funny moments oh hilarious but they're usually because he's like you know uh, stomping someone beneath his foot basically you know like verbally mm-hmm. <laughs> and not this just like um mm-hmm. I even just like like when Clark excuse me Sir Charles Sir Charles goes to see Tempest and you know has to bow or kiss the ring or whatever it's just like you don't like submitting before me do you you know like your eyes betray you my friend oh <laughs> yes uh, I I need you to duel the fox that's impossible impossible why you know like he's still <laughs> He's still kind of charming, you know? Yes. Yes. Such a prick. I, I, yeah, I love him. And I love the, like, the him and HG interactions. The part where he sees um, Maid Marian and Clark and HG Wells. And, and he's like, wait, who are you? And he points out to, to HG. Uh, or no, he, oh, oh, oh. Marian comes in. L- mm-hmm. Lady Losette comes in. I, and no, she goes, stick Clark. with Marian. I'm fine. Marian, <laughs> she comes in and, and she goes Clark, and then and then Tempest is like, "Who's that?" Because like, we don't know a Clark. Right. And then HG is, is like, is like, she means me. I'm Clark, Sir Clark. 
a clerk of Kent. Of like, Kent, yes. <laughs> Wonderful. Yes. <laughs> I, I love it. And then Tempest is like, really? Like, and, mm. um, and he's like, good God, don't tell me that's what the Saxons are wearing now. Just like, Wonderful. I just love that. Like, oh, they're like banter is so perfect. Yep. I love and it. I, I'm glad they took the time for it. They they totally don't have time for it later on in the old West where like he sees H.G. Wells and it's just like, I don't even want to know who you are. You know? Oh my <laughs> gosh. But I love that one too. <laughs> Yes. Those are the only little nuggets of like the Tempest and Herb, you know, sauce yeah. that we get in this. But yeah, but yeah it's it's fun. Um, but we okay, this is the curse and the thing maybe. But Clark has to duel himself, but he he yeah. reveals himself in the duel, and then he he goes to you know duel Tempest. But Lois gets to say "duh" to Tempest, and you know, like that's all oh. fun that part is why why we love this yes. <laughs> why we love <laughs> tempest <laughs> i was like you know like i i know these episodes but i don't remember all of them verbatim and when mm-hmm. she said that i'm like oh is did they just use their one duh or are they gonna double duh in this episode but they, they just they had some restraint here they did they didn't impressed. overdo a good thing no 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 they didn't overduh <laughs> they did not <laughs> Um, did you ever watch, uh, Firefly by any chance? I did not. Okay. So there's an episode called Shindig that I swear to God Mm -hmm. is not only shot on the Disney ranch, but is shot in this same little fucking field. And there's like a sword duel. Cause I'm watching this going like, I've seen this before with a slightly bigger budget. And I think it was Firefly. With a slightly bigger budget. That's cool. I love it. I love when you when you notice the shows. Like, oh, sorry, yeah, these are the dumb the little production things. Because also, I'm no, the one nerding it. out that like, you know, two Terry Kaiser episodes in a row. We go to the Disney Ranch to shoot this, and it's super. Oh fun, my you know? gosh! Like, <laughs> it's they must have loved going here. This is fun. Um, <laughs> also, has Superman ever or Clark? We've never sword battled no before he's never wielded fun. a sword right no just those giant alien q-tips in the lord nor okay you know? yes okay yes because i was thinking i was like he was trained in things recently it feels like yes it <laughs> was maybe that. he would have had some skill right it maybe. was ching to uh training him with the with the alien q-tips to to fight nor um yes. but yeah I, I i thought of that too also okay who cares about <laughs> insulting dean kane He's very <laughs> slow with the action in all of these things. In this yes. The sword <laughs> looks heavy. <laughs> and I'm sure it's not that heavy. I'm sure it's heavy, but like the sword looks heavy. The oh. like gunplay later on, the kick, cooking the gun out of Tempest's hand. I'm just like, ooh, that's the that's the best take we got, wasn't it? You know, like <laughs> This is a guy who oh, at most has to like Dini. jump in and carry somebody, you know? <laughs> These are not the scenes he has been training for. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> he's, he's not meant to be, an, despite being Superman, he's really not an action star and it shows here. No. <laughs> um, yep. <laughs> but uh, what do we have here? They, they they duel Tempest and, and Clark duel. Mm-hmm. Um, he the whole plan is that he's gonna let himself die, and because like Lady Loisette made Marion. You're right. I don't like saying it. Um, yeah, I know. and like fend for herself, and then there won't be a curse, and <laughs> we're done. But 
Lois of all people goes against the plan and like can't can't stand to see Clark get killed in any life mm-hmm. and intervenes and it's just like I'll I'll give you my hand if if you let him live. And yes. Tempest is all about it. Which I also am like, you have chosen a potential, like you have risked quite a lot yeah. to go have sex. Cause because you're almost <laughs> turning to plan B with abstinence here, Lois. Like I don't I don't know if you understand what's going on. Well, I actually mean Clark. Oh. Like you will <laughs> die. I think like, you might just actually to, die. Just to speed this up, you know, just to yada 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 this yes. along. Yes, yes. <laughs> totally true. That, yeah. I do like that, you know, this is just the Superman fan of me. Like he's not super mm-hmm. comfortable with the plan, but she's just like, Clark, I want to go home. You know, like <laughs> This seems to be a solve and she can't go through with it in fairness, which is why I love Lois Lane too. But like, <laughs> this is a solve. Should we just let these people have horrible lives and we get to bone? You yes, know I mean? right. Like, let's just go home. We kind of earned this <laughs> at this point. Let's be done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. I do appreciate that they start to feel the like frustration of like, let's just be done. <laughs> can we not please? Yeah, I love anytime they're like, you're not a clone, right? You know, like I don't think they do it in this episode. <laughs> yes. like, or she has the line later. It isn't a like, dream. Just, right. Just another day in the life of Lois and Clark, which I'm like, yep. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Must be Sunday. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yes. Must be. So so with that, H.T. Wells is like, well, I guess, I guess we're done here. If like Clark is banished and Lois is gonna be the Tempest. So let's go back in time and see what happens. Why do they go back to the planet? every time and it's the middle of the day <laughs> what time is it what time a is of it all. what day is B it of all we why are we at the planet i <laughs> forever understand. what do jimmy and perry remember of the day before this do they know that they went to the wedding do they know how they right. got home was everyone just how? like angel roofied what happened <laughs> everyone angel roofied i mean did everyone take a nap except for maybe superman because he's not affected, he's by, not the affected by the thing but does lois remember that her wedding was fucking daffy as shit you know like i <laughs> i have no I'm answers just, i'm just i'm just here I, to I, ask questions <laughs> i know i need someone to tell me what time of day it is and mm-hmm. explain how this timeline can work out yeah. and why we are back at the planet that's my thing i mean like in the in our like honeymoon well he's in whatever was he wearing this i guess when he wells showed up i guess he was this like gray just like a gray shirt and yeah pants. they're wearing the right things okay they're just not in the right place they left from the apartment they for surely left yeah. from the apartment this shouldn't be a thing that happens when you're with a time machine guy <laughs> Correct. He's, yeah. he's he's got it compact now. He's got it down. You know? right. <laughs> right. And yet we are <laughs> we have ended up back at the planet. Yeah. Though we also do have to be back at the planet because we have to see other people to confirm right. whether or I, not. Story wise, so I understand, but there's part of me that's just like maybe we could have called Perry. Um. Yeah. Right. We'll check the newspaper. That's the whole point right. of the newspaper, well, right? Well, that's a good point, too, because we're playing back to the future rules. Because as, as soon as yes. we find everybody, like, you know, Perry and Jimmy tip us off as, as Lois and Clark kiss, and they're like, whoa, what are you guys doing with that? King Tempest is going to be pretty pissed off. And mm-hmm. then we get 
I'm, I'm, you know, prop watch. I, mm, I don't do it. The only prop I own from this show is an original license plate with like the Metropolis thing. But it's not like, it's not that cool. What I wouldn't give for a real Daily Planet newspaper and what I wouldn't oh. give for this one, which says <laughs> King Tempest to wed Lois Lane. And it's oh. got Tempest in a like big, you know, Miss Congeniality sash on the front mm-hmm. cover. And I'm just like, oh man, this is perfect uh-huh. prop work for this series. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. Of also all the newspapers, that is the one. Yeah. Oh, uh, that we see in this episode. That we see in this episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like the commercial break. Of course, we come back and H.G. Wells is like, well, you yeah. fucked with time. What did you expect? And it's just like, you came here so that we could fuck with time. Like, this is your problem, you know? <laughs> yes. Yes, because he's the one who suggested, right. why don't you lose? This was plan A, asshole. You know? Like, <laughs> HG, buddy. What the it didn't hell? work for you. <laughs> if you wanted to do it differently, you should have sent them a witch or something, you know? Uh-huh. Like- yes. And then they decide to go to another past life. But that is also my why. <laughs> yeah, uh, this was bizarre because it's like he, he kind of like butterfly effect explains what's going on. Mm-hmm, and it's essentially mm-hmm. like, well, you shifted, you don't have a curse, but you shifted mm-hmm. like the balance of the universe towards evil. Right. right? <laughs> yes, right. So now, so what we have to accomplish in past lives land is we have to defeat evil and we right. have to, Tempest can't marry Lois. But some these of are that, the two things that have to happen, and they're like tied. Kind and of. if we do it in the old Westy time, that then has a butterfly effect throughout all of time and space. I, I, uh... It felt to me, I interpreted it as like, <sighs> well, we messed up on the medieval times, right? Or <laughs> Robin Hood days, and we did. So like, now we've got to go forward. Yeah. Just the next best thing, right? We <laughs> shot our shot then, so I guess we just have to like kind of put a fishing lure out and see which. <laughs> Which one's next? Yeah, exactly. Maybe this is the next time that we're on Earth. Who knows? I do love any time also Dean goes, oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> Which he does with right before they go. <laughs> he's, and, and we're just talking about mid-90s Dean Kane here, but like oh, yeah. he's gotten better yes, in yes. acting over the series. This oh. is not his shining week. Oh, he's got a couple good interactions with Tempest. Yes, I think I agree, but but I mean, the acting is not. I mean, we <laughs> we know we know. Yes, no, no. It's endearing. I do love, yes, he's an endearing Clark, very endearing. It's also <laughs> some of the editing is playing against him here. We're like mm. when they're looking for Lois, there's like a weird extra beat of him being like, "Oh, hands on my hips, just frustrated." You know, like it's, it's like if we if. You know, if we had thought about this, we could have cut to something else, but whatever. Oh, this man. Necessarily on Dean King. Anyway. Yeah. Yep. yep, yep I yep. think he is better in this next life. As the Lone Rider. As the Lone <laughs> As the Lone Rider slash I said that with the, like a lot of seriousness. Yes, and I appreciate it. <laughs> I really do. Um, I appreciate, too, up. that, like... There is something funny to me of like a star of a show that's just like, I'm not doing an accent. You know, like in the old timey, in the new timey, neither of these people are doing an accent. Whereas Lane Davies is going for it. He's got like the Scottish thing 
as Lord Tempo's mm-hmm. and here he's got just a little bit of that that Texas drawl to him and it's fun you know I shouldn't Yet do that to someone that's actually in Texas right now I'm so sorry <laughs> sure sure but I'm originally from the Midwest so okay, we don't have accents that's, that's <laughs> yes but uh but he is also the same in everything like yes. he it like that character comes through no matter what what past life or time or yep. parallel universe he is tempest and it and is we, great and we don't only get to see like lois and clark's past lives circumstantially really but mm-hmm. i like that that he wells like that's kind of how we figure out how to solve this problem here where he's just like tempest is always an egomaniac like that's his like soul's fingerprint especially so, like it's so, like how do we exploit that essentially yes and it, right. and it plays into like it sucks because Lois is totally just the damsel in distress in all these situations. Which yes. is like, that's a bummer to me as I a Lois know. Lane fan. I know. Yeah. But but he always gets to be like, he's got some sort of, you know, um, secret identity here in the Midwest. It is literally the glasses again, um, mm-hmm. or the old West, excuse me. It's literally the glasses again, but it, mm-hmm. it, the the episodes kind of short her for me. I don't know. Did, did I'm I'm just realizing that as we talk. Did you think about that while you're watching? You said it's what huh? to you. Oh, you it, said it, it it's just, what the the episode just kind of shorts Lois Lane's character mm. for me in that it respect. Shorts her. It shorts her. Yes, yes. I thought about that at the end of the episode. I was like, I mean, Clark's got like his secret identities. He's right. got like a lot of like good Clark stuff is kind of going on. Um, but like, there's really nothing. I mean, until she wears really- pants in the Midwest, like that, or the Old West. Like yeah. that's the best I can say for one of her characters. You know. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Because it's so focused on like the stories like the hero and the and the damsel in distress I mean that really is like what these stories are but I do appreciate that like that's totally what they do in like the Robin Hood McMarion one but then when we come to Lone Rider there are some moments where like they're working together and those are the moments that I like more a hundred percent a hundred percent she's in this storyline she's a little more involved she has an interaction with Tempest where it's like he's not really put off by the fact that she is Lois Lane and this, this, you know, human being with her own agenda and agency, you know? So like, at least we get a little snippet there of like, oh no, I, I guess she's still, you know, quote unquote Lois in this time frame. Mm-hmm. But like, I, you know, Jimmy gets to be sheriff. Um, Perry gets to be a friar. I want to see her as like the first female sheriff of the town or, you know, like some, whatever version of that they could have done. That like, would be fun. Yeah. I want her to still be the coolest, the most badass bitch in the room, you know? Maybe they should do that. <laughs> Let's rewrite. <laughs> uh, you know what? Yeah. I know for a fact, Brad Curran has a lot of time on his hands right now. So <laughs> <laughs> Let's reach out. Let's remake. <laughs> yeah. Go so ahead and Google stuff. that. Anybody that's confused, but um, <laughs> Uh, anyway, here they, they figure out that the you know dual personas are a part of Clark's destiny as much as being an ego maniac is part of Tempest's. So, what do they do? They've got like Tempest has quote unquote her parents, who we don't see. They they're all coy about it, tied yes. up to some dynamite, <laughs> and uh, and Clark figures out that it's like really well, must be like trying to 
detonate the dynamite or like trigger the dynamite in some way how about that newfangled uh, photograph machine over there you know like, yes <laughs> where they see all the wires leading to the outhouse to the outhouse i do like you Cute. know H-U-L being like how many outhouses have wiring and are guarded you know <laughs> yes exactly so clark Good like point. jumps down and takes out the guards watching the white the outhouse and we get to see that lady or not lady lois that's i was saying what is her name in this Lulu. Lulu. Mm-hmm. You got Lulu's it. Lulu's parents are the Kents. And that's kind of fun for me. I I was like a little, I was like, oh, really? Like, I want them to be Clark's parents. Like, if they're soulmates, I want there to be soul parents, kind of. Oh, but oh. <laughs> I know. I was so on board for it. And I'll tell you why in a second. But you just kind of melted my heart a little bit with that. I'm so sorry. No, I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> but yeah, but I did really like the like she was found on guess what? She was found on their doorstep. Like that I was like, okay, I can get behind like that's cute. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The history mm-hmm. rhymes of it all. I like. Yes. Yeah. It's not the exact same, but there are pieces of it that right, right, right. that all fit together. Yeah. And as so <laughs> as as I revealed in the charmed episode, I went through a total Wiccan phase as a kid. And part of that religion, like kind of accepts the idea of past lives. And in that, mm-hmm. that thought, it's like, yeah, like there aren't so much soulmates, but there are souls that stick to each other. So like in your past mm-hmm. life, maybe your dad was your brother and you had a great relationship, but he was like, like an older brother to you. And now is your dad or like, you know, um, mm-hmm. whatever, uh, your best friend was really close to you and now she's your sister in the next life or, you know, like something like that, where just like kind of the souls kind of sure. stick together. So in that, like in that weird concept of, of soulmates or um, reincarnation or whatever, I'm like, I like that. It's just, the deck is a little bit shuffled, but we're playing with the same mm-hmm. cards, you know? Yes. All four are together. Yes, in exactly. Some way. Exactly. Um, Ellen and Sam. Who the uh, fuck I else? know. <laughs> chopped actual liver i guess yes, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. to lois even makes the joke of like i hope this means you got my parents you know <laughs> yes <laughs> i know <laughs> really fun but but i guess just from some like old westy shootout shenanigans we've tipped mm-hmm. the scales of fate in the in the direction of good yes. and we can go home day saved yes I Good do for like us. that that Jonathan and Martha are in it. I wish there was more of them. Me too. Like, it made in me it. think That'd of. Be fun. Um, it, this is the first Kay and Eddie episode of uh, discussed since I got to interview Kay, which was uh, again just blew my mind. But oh, she amazing. she was very upfront about like, yeah, after Deborah Joy left, they didn't like want to do shit with us. They didn't know how to mm. use us. And this is such a version of this here. We're like in the Maid Marian times, they're just like, they're, they're just like preparing the boar. Yeah, exactly. They're just these dirty villagers <laughs> that they have a moment with of like, uh, mom, like, uh, what, you know? Yes, and Kay's with her little axe, like, yeah. <laughs> which is cute. <laughs> it's like a really good, like, ah, grunt. As she's it's like, hacks right into it. Yeah. But this What's like, wrong kind of gross. Boar. Yeah, oh, it's great. She's, she's super good. What grunt. are y'all doing? But it's just mm-hmm. like, how dare you underuse these people? <laughs> yes. You put I'm them just, in this, you put them in this. <laughs> right. I'm glad they're around for the ride, but still, mm-hmm. again, just like Lois, you're underlegalizing these people in your, your past yes. life. Here. And I guess they do tie like Jimmy and Perry there too. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. And which Jimmy's is nice. soulmate. Poor Denise. R.I.P. Let's discuss that <laughs> in a second. But if like, you know, Perry is so, so fatherly, especially to Lois, that I'm like, yeah, in that deck shuffling reincarnation mm-hmm. thing I was talking about, like, it's cute to me that he's he's always there. That is cute. Is this on any of the writer's minds? No, they just need to mm. use their cast, you know, like whatever. But <laughs> correct. But it's fun. <laughs> Um, anything else in the old West here to discuss before we leave? Um, I mean, we just love the Tempest lines. Um, Like when, when, when he's like, at one point he turns to Lois and he's like, um, I, I don't have your hand yet. And I feel like I've been chasing that forever. Like just like, just such great, like little Tempest lines to me. Um, Um, Tempest is trying to hang, uh, Clark, the lone writer and uh, uh jimmy as the sheriff is like all right that's enough tempest like cut him down he's like and uh, you forget what happened to the last three sheriffs <laughs> sheriff you know <laughs> like that's yes. the perfect 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 tempest line <laughs> yes yeah and then he has that like moment where he's like where he's like you uh, lone rider have to leave the country forever and he goes is it just me or is this some feeling of deja vu oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> Like from TikTok, last, darling, the TikTok. last life. Like, yeah. So you just, you love a good Tempest line. All these little, and again, mm-hmm. just the fact that that they got a real actor to do this, that it's Lane Davies. He's he's giving yes. it all. He's got the Texas drawl, but he's still temp. Like, it's just, it's mm-hmm. really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And God bless yep. that beard. God damn. Um, <laughs> you love the beard. <laughs> I really do. He just looks so cool with the beard to me. Um, he does. But we meet the Kents and like, you know, tip tap on the uh, Palm Pilot and off we go back to yep. the Daily Planet. Where apparently that's where we come back to. Things are fine. <laughs> I have so many questions about this last um, headline that we see here, which is we're there during the day, presumably, presumably the morning after their honeymoon, their like first night, right? Like, I feel like Lois and Clark lost like 12 hours and all this. I mean, that's sad. They didn't like, like their dreamland wedding, not dreamland, because it really happened, made them like sleep through the night. Yeah. And now they are like <laughs> truly late for these Hawaii reservations, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they seem cool with it. Yeah. They are well, fine. Well, again, so I guess they did this take. It's just whatever. Um, what does the headline say again? The headline is like, Congressman resigns among controversy, but it's it's chiefs it mm. it's Perry's reaction to it that is just like, what congressman? Do we miss a scoop? And I'm like, did you? Because like, shouldn't you? If anything, I'd want it <laughs> to be like tomorrow. <laughs> how how'd you get that? I didn't think they printed that yet. You know, like I I just read the copy on that on my desk or whatever. You know, like that type of thing. Yes, because he is know that this paper. is happening at this point. <gasps> Unless oh my it's goodness, like you just the blew evening my mind. edition. Maybe it's the evening <laughs> edition and this news breaks, you know, in the afternoon and Perry's like, oh shit, Lois and Clark are on their honeymoon. Oh, somebody write this real quick. You know, that's some fast writing. You're right. Whatever. He should have this on his desk or mm-hmm. have been sent someone out. We should have but discussed this in the meeting this morning. Yes. <laughs> it does only seem to be Perry and Jimmy in there 
I don't know. Yes. Well, that, that is such right. A- <laughs> Do they have like does the paper shut down when they're on their honeymoon? Because I can't imagine anybody else writes for the planet besides <laughs> Lois and Clark. Right. Um, can I, I make know. can I make a confession to you about Jimmy's redheaded um, soulmate here? Please do. So again, I I, I recorded these out of order. Um, mm-hmm. The first one I recorded was was the next episode. And in that, uh, my fiance cat is a guest and she's like, is there anything to this redhead that Jimmy mentions here? And I'm like, Jimmy has a revolving door of women. If it's not Denise Richards, I don't give a shit. Turns out there was something to this redhead being Jimmy's soulmate. So in two weeks from now, listeners, I'm going to look like an asshole, but (laughs) this is my, you know, preemptive mea culpa to that one, but. Is that the, well, I mean, I don't know if you've like rewatched all the way through um, fourth, but is there the fourth season, but is there like more of her? I don't think so. I was thinking about that. Now I've been wrong about this woman before, so (laughs) I'm not placing any money on this. I know the girl that he's dating in Twas the Night Before Miximus is different. And then obviously the AKA Superman girl is different the girl that thinks mm-hmm. jimmy is superman mm-hmm. but, blue boots blue suit yeah. i mean yes yeah, yeah um but beyond that maybe she comes back and i i really don't know we'll have to watch out for i, I look forward to that listener <laughs> <laughs> tracking jimmy's soulmate yep um Poor i Denise. i do like before we before we leave here hg mm-hmm. has a nice little moment with them he leaves in the, the Daily Planet elevator, but before he goes, he's just like, "Yep, fine." Like it, you. It's amazing that fate has drawn you two together and kept you together throughout time. There are people that go throughout their lives that envy that type of thing, and I'm like, that's really kind of cute coming from him, who we know is alone in the future on the time machine, I... and maybe he's got somebody somewhere, but you get the feeling he doesn't. He just broke my heart. It I was know, so it's sweet. Nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. And oh, he's just in the elevator. Just oh, it reminds just, me it, of that scene in Tempest Fugitive where he's just like, you know, not not stupid, mislaying blind, and and like just lays out like people yes. fucking love your story because you give them hope. Go with it. Like it is that same beat, and it's really like, Terry mm. Terry fucking Kaiser, man. Yes. Oh, just like so gentle and kind yep. and like wise. I just yep. sweet. Mm-hmm. I do love too that like he's been using this insanely far in the future palm pilot this whole time, but like he's still not sure how an <laughs> elevator works. And that's cute to me, you know. <laughs> when he's checking out the elevator. Yeah. Yes. Lois has to open the elevator so that because clearly he's just been like swallowed by the elevator, but doesn't know to press a different button, you know? Like, <laughs> And Perry also is looking at him like, who are you? Who the hell are you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's really fun. But, um, oh, but yeah, that, 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 little, that little goodbye. And that's mm-hmm. a serious rap on Terry Kaiser. Thankfully not H.G. Wells, but. Right. But Terry. Yeah, mm-hmm. but love him. Um, we do. And then I also love that both of these were about to have sex scenes start with him in the Superman costume. Because I'm like, fuck yeah, they do. <laughs> Are we assuming that he has been to Star Labs? 
to test this, to, to figure out if this is fine. <laughs> because this is kind of ah. a major plot point that they began in Virtually Destroyed, where he was like, I'm a very patient man, that whole thing. Right. Where, where he is, he's like, because I don't know what's Because he's happen. worried physically what will happen, right? Yes. So I'm like, I'm going to ah. assume that you've been to Star Labs. You've had a great awkward conversation with you've, Dr. Klein because he's going to be awkward about it. You've gone to <laughs> the room sure. with the magazines and the videotapes and we've tested a few things out. <laughs> yes. I mean. Maybe. I like that that version of things because in the next episode, Dr. Klein has some theories about how Superman ages that he's clearly not talked to Superman about. But it does imply that like he's run so many tests on Superman at this point that he's coming up with theories for how this man you know lives. So yeah, I'm fine with that. I like the idea that <laughs> that Dr. Klein is Clark's like um, what did they call it? Like family, yeah, family learning or whatever in high school. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yes, it's like health teacher. No, it wasn't that. It was sex ed is what I'm looking for. Like yes, th- that's that's yep. who we're going to here. So yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe mm-hmm. Superman has turned his head and coughed for Doctor Klein. That makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for asking. I just I'm like, are we not concerned <laughs> about this? So we've not addressed it because you he were is, concerned at one point. He is concerned and with now one thing in the scene, it. and it's not that you know. <laughs> Mm-hmm. yep <laughs> but i do love that like earlier in the episode he had to whisk away to go get the bag with her teddy in it and it's the most yeah. 90s lingerie you've ever seen but she's terry hatcher so she looks fucking great in it and he's yes. lighting candles with his heat vision and then you know like tasmanian devil spins into a dolce mm-hmm. and gabbana ad and that's that's where we leave them basically floating mm-hmm. above the bed like was this is this fulfilling to you as a lois and clark fan yeah, I mean, we finally, we finally, <laughs> we finally got there. They are married. Yep. They are together. There's no curse. There's, we're we're done with with the saga. It's finally, like, because this kind of feels like the end of the that whole arc, right? I mean, totally, of the marriage arc. Right. It is. It is yeah. almost a like reset. Like this is the new status quo for the series. From here on out, we are going to be married. Everything is fine. Mm-hmm. And we're going to bone yes. at the end of every episode. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> cool. Yeah, no, yeah. I love it. The, the only thing that I was like, I didn't remember how the episode, like the last shot of the episode. And as we're panning up from the sky, I'm like, are they going to do the Superman, you know, like the Superman logo in the stars thing mm-hmm. twice in one episode? Or are we going to get something stupid? And we get something stupid. <laughs> Oh, I don't remember. What do they do? It's a shooting star like comet that basically like comes at the okay. frame and then cut to executive mm. producers. And I'm like, because because metaphor, because fate, because yes, written in the stars. In the I don't know. Star. All right, fine. Okay. <laughs> I'll take I'll take it. <laughs> um, it's fine. Can I can I ask you a few questions, Mallory? You may. Cool. Absolutely. Um, I think I know the answer as I'm just like thinking in my head. Was this a good episode for Clark? And I'm going to say Clark's soul. For Clark's soul. Yes. <laughs> that is a, yeah, good uh, explanation there. Um, I would say, I would say yes. I would say probably, I mean, he's got lots of the secret identities. The typewriter mm-hmm. is the funniest one to me, mostly because of costuming. Yeah, totally. <laughs> 
But he's got lots of, he's very consistently has a mild mannered, like <laughs> some identity yeah. that he also even is. his Even his knight is mild mannered. Do you forget the feeling? You know? Yes. Right. He's very consistent. That's so why I think, yeah, fine episode for Clark. Cool. What do you think? Um, no, I agree. I think uh, if of anyone, Clark gets the most to do in this episode. Um, I guess you could argue that like the Lone Rider and the Fox are Superman, well, whatever. Like Clark, yes. Clark literally gets to unmask and fight these people both times. So I'm, I'm given, I'm weighing the scale towards Clark there. Mm-hmm. Um, good episode for Lois, Lulu, Lady Lois. No, in name, in <laughs> damsel in distressness. In outfits, yes. Outfits, great costuming. Yeah, that we we love the worst it. outfit is Lois's, you know. <laughs> right? Yes. Um, there are a couple of times where she like gets to fight and kind of mm-hmm. like she goes to find the secret identities, like that kind of stuff. I like when they're yeah. really working together again. She's like, he's like, "What are you doing?" And she's like, "I'm looking for your secret identity because right, we gotta get home horse. already." Yeah, like, <laughs> fucking done with this. <laughs> yeah. So like things like that, I think good lowest moments, but like as a whole, yeah, she doesn't get a lot of time really to be the lowest that we know and love. I agree. It's it's the same thing I said before. I'm just like, I want to see throughout time him be extraordinary and her be extraordinary. Mm-hmm. And that's that's why this couple works. Ugh. And we can we can read between the lines here, but she's very damsel in distress, and that's a bummer to me. Um yes. Superman is essentially a taxi in this episode you know <laughs> uh-huh yes it's do we be impressed that he as his being a hero he can do things without superpowers like he gets yes. used to oh, punching and he gets excited you I know because he's like, like <laughs> that's cute isn't it yeah best line <laughs> of the episode is like you know um the, one of the fifth punches he lands or whatever and she was like doesn't that hurt yeah but it's starting to like it like yeah Clark, yeah there we go right because he's never done that before totally so like, i don't know is that clark because he doesn't have powers or is that <sighs> superman because he's We're the hero hairs on this one this we is can't the weirdest yeah. version of this question yeah mm-hmm. um do you yeah, have so i guess depending on how you slice it it could be a good episode for superman I think it's or fine. it could be there's, terrible there's no super feats but no. for the character and the consistency of the character throughout time, oh. I guess it's a good episode for both of them. I really loved that moment where he, like, as Lone Rider goes to pretend to be, to, like, spin into the suit. And he's like, oh, wait, <laughs> I don't do that, that right now. I had so many questions. Like, is he doing that? Was he just, like, going he, for a super punch? But, like, he just didn't know how to do the momentum of it. You know, like, I don't I know. I thought he was doing the suit spin. And I, I was like, that's, that's kind what of it feels the Superman like, totally. moment. Yep. Ish, but you're not. So like you are, but you aren't. I don't know. Anyway. Again, not Dean's greatest week, but. No, we know. (laughs) Um, Do you have a favorite Lois and Clark moment in this episode? Um, I mean, the working together when they're like Lone Rider era. But I think, I think actually my favorite moment might be, you know, the part where they're at the lake. And the two yeah. of them at, in the Maid Marian Robin Hood one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The like night before the duel, basically, right? Yeah. And they're yeah. talking and she's like, are we jinxed? Which like, well, I am like, well, yes, that's actually yes, the yes, point of this are. episode. <laughs> but 
they have this conversation where, where Clark is like, well, maybe like, cause she's like, should we just give up? Like, I'm like, well, you're already married, but anyway, but she's having also, this. Also, we already under- time traveled. We're not giving up. <laughs> Continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I know. I'm laughing at myself because I'm like, this is a, I think a good Clark and Lois moment, but also it's got some things. Yep. Um, but, but yeah, so they're like talking and um, Clark ends up going, well, you know, maybe like maybe, um, uh, what does he say? He's like, sorry, time hold on. Checking let me out. think yeah, about you're it. Fine. <laughs> yes. This is, this <laughs> is why we fucking <laughs> These are it. the things. Yep. Yay. Yay. What does he say? I have to try He's to like, find mine too, by the way, because I've got no idea. Um, well, he says, uh, let's see the, where is the, oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, so Clark's response is he's like, well, maybe this is a test. Like maybe the whole point is that there are obstacles, but we have to like choose whether or not it's worth fighting for kind of a thing. And mm. I'm like, okay. Cause the whole soulmates thing that like answered some of the soulmates issue for me. Cause I'm like, oh, soulmates. Okay. Maybe, maybe not. It's yeah, fine yeah. for the show. But I really liked that it was like, it's not all destiny that you have no choice, but also like you, yeah, you like it is destiny, but it's also you get to choose it too if you want to like fight for it. So I thought that was nice. And it takes takes their character to be the ones that that fight for it every time. You're right. That is nice. Mm hmm. As always, the guest has the correct answer. I'm just trying to think like, (laughs) I feel like all the dialogue is so. when they're when they're like about to have sex and like you know like when they're finally mm-hmm. back home almost mm-hmm. my favorite moment for them it, she's not even on screen but like she's gonna go get dressed into the negligee because that's what he bought her and that's what he wants and mm-hmm. he's there in bed in the superman suit lighting the <laughs> candles with his laser eyes and i'm like i don't know if that mm-hmm. counts you have the right answer but just for my own just to answer something, I'm going to throw that out there. It's like, this is kind of fun. It feels like that definitely counts. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> there was that whole controversy of like, Batman doesn't do that recently. That If anyone doesn't know what I'm like talking about, look it up. But basically, it's like, <laughs> um, for uh, Batman was censored, essentially, in one of the animated shows. Whereas here, I'm like, Superman mm. is literally in bed lighting candles, waiting for his wife to come back and negligent. Like, Superman does that, you know? <laughs> Yes. Oh, and that makes sense too for a good Lois and Clark moment because it's like this is the end of the episode. This was the purpose of right. the whole We're finally thing. Finally here. And them it's we hokey. can be together. We we don't have to get into the physics of it, but like them flying under the the you know duvet as they're lifted up off the bed. I'm like mm-hmm. of course that's that's how they do it for the first time. Yeah, you know, I'm mm-hmm. into that. I'm into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. Let's talk ratings here. Ooh. On a scale of one to ten, what are you going to give soulmates? I don't know that I can rate anything with Tempest and HG in I know. it. I know it's saved under by a them. seven. Yeah, I, 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 I think that it is not. <laughs> I, I do not think it is my favorite episode of the series. Uh, however, I do like the different storylines. I like. I like I said, I kind of like a, a 
almost the more like gimmicky or like tropey type, you know, things totally, like that. Totally. So I can get behind that. And especially as a kid, like the fairy tale, you know, all of that kind of thing. It's a super weird concept of the whole thing. So it's <laughs> what a show. I don't Hadn't know. Noticed. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> but I think because of Tempest and HG Wells, I, I got to go seven. I can't go, go lower than that for that. I'm going to go right there with you because this is the Tempest H.G. Wells episode I rewatched the least, but it's certainly mm-hmm. not the episode of the show I rewatched the least because of them. Because it's like, yes. oh, Terry Kaiser's in it. So and I'm going to watch Lane it. Lane Davies does a couple accents. So <laughs> I think I've got 40 minutes of this in me. Let's go for it, you know? Yes. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with the seven too. You're, you're absolutely right. Once again, guest has the right answer um <laughs> mallory this was a fucking pleasure i had a great time me too thank you so much for a listening and you know like i i say it all the time i've got a tiny little audience but i hear from so many people like it's a devoted audience so it means the fucking world mm-hmm. to me and it's just like a pleasure to have you here would you maybe come back before the end of season four Oh my goodness. I would love to come back cool. and talk more Lois and Clark. <laughs> we're cool. friends now. So <laughs> yeah, we're friends now. This, this is, this is easy now. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll talk off microphone uh, eventually once I figure out what the hell the season looks like. <laughs> um, yes. But in the meantime, is there like, you can say, no, is there anywhere pe- you want people to find you online or leave you the fuck alone? online? <laughs> I'm not really super online, but I am in the Facebook group. So, okay. Oh my God. You know, that's <laughs> so right. there you go. <laughs> There's that. Um, so talk to her yeah. there, but otherwise leave her alone because she's finishing her grad school. So goddamn. Got my classes. Let, let, <laughs> let the woman be. Um, <laughs> this, I, truly, this is an absolute pleasure. Um, let, let's look and, and find you a cool one at the end of the season. I also totally want to like dip back a little bit. I don't want the show to go on forever. Let's be clear. <laughs> I'm really happy we're in the <laughs> final season, but I do want to dip back into a little season one and, you know, like the early years every once in a while. So maybe we should do something like that too. We'll, we'll, we'll talk. We'll oh, that'd be fun. We'll and that'll be fun out. for you too. Once it, once like you do get through all the episodes, I feel like, cause then you can kind of pick and choose what you want to. Totally. You know? The daily planet is not closing its doors anytime soon. You know, like, I, I will keep all the feeds alive, you know, and anytime something fun happens, we can, we can jump back in, yeah. but um, yeah, I, I'm so talking fun. like it's the end of the season. I've recorded two, so we've got a way to go. <laughs> there is <time. laughs> um, But with that said, thank you again for joining me and for Lois and Clark, I've been Matt Truex. I've been Mallory Rycook. You want to say it? <gasps> Full cough. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Lois and Clark's The New Podcast of Superman is a daily knockoff production. Please review us on iTunes, follow us on social, and we'll see you in Metropolis. 